Hello San Pedro Podcast, episode 23. You are listening to the Hello San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Um, Again, I want to say I'm sorry for my ongoing cold. You can probably hear it in my voice, um, just like you did last week in last week's intro. Um, It is so stubborn at this point. I'm just over it. I'm not slowing down for it anymore. I'm like, okay, you had your chance. I'm not, I'm just going to continue on with my life now. Um, Anyways, you can kind of hear a little bit um, of my, you know, raspiness and my coughing and during the interview. So I apologize in advance for that. Um, it didn't seem so terrible that I had to edit it out. Um, and I also didn't want to like interrupt him, you know, his speaking. Um, anyways, uh, what I wanted to do in this intro, because I, I've been getting a lot of questions regarding the honorary mayor campaign. Uh, what I wanted to do in this intro was actually kind of go over what this whole honorary mayor campaign is about. So I'm actually just going to go ahead and go to the Chamber of Commerce um, website and, and read from there. The Honorary Mayor Campaign is an official program of the San Pedro Chamber of Commerce. It is designed to be an opportunity for San Pedro residents and business representatives to celebrate and highlight our nonprofit community. Um, Through the campaign, candidates raise funds for local nonprofit organizations. The candidate raising the most funds is declared the Honorary Mayor of San Pedro for two years and is expected to professionally represent the chamber at community events and meetings. Um, So that kind of clears it up. I was getting a lot of questions and I was asked, you know, what is the responsibility of an honorary mayor? Do they have any decision making abilities or, you know, all these questions that I honestly had no idea. I finally went to the website and, you know, um, got some more information. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of, you know, give that information before I go any further with any more candidates. I do plan to get all the candidates um, having a a little bit of a hard time getting a hold of a, a couple. Um, but no worries. I have an excellent lineup of guests ready for you. So today's guest is a very well-known active community member. And um, I want to say that he's probably best known uh, because he was actually on the cover of the magazine a couple years back, um, the St. Peter Today magazine, for a Facebook group that he started that was originally a kind of a response to the homelessness crisis that we were seeing. Um, And he kind of goes into that in this episode. But this Facebook group was called um, or is called Saving San Pedro. He's no longer involved with it. Um, Here's the thing with Saving San Pedro. And I've never been a part of the group. I've only, you know, if you know, if you live in San Pedro and you are on Facebook and you're involved with any of the affiliated Facebook groups um, in the community, then you probably have heard about this group. So <clears throat> it's it's known to be a little controversial and it's um, and it, it kind of I've only known what 
what I know from the main Facebook group and there's been sort of complaints um, about its negative tone and negative perception of a lot of the issues that we have in this town. Um, So I just want you guys to be aware of that um, as we go into this episode. He actually is no longer part of the group and he has since distanced himself but has started a new group called Serving San Pedro and you can really tell that he has really prioritized doing um, doing really positive things in this community and highlighting people and organizations that are doing awesome things in this community. Um, we kind of talk about everything in this episode. So I was a little bit, I was kind of struggling on what to name it. But ultimately, we, we ended up talking about people who are doing cool things in the community, people who are doing great work. Um, and we talk about the charities that he's you know supporting uh, in his campaign for honorary mayor. Um, really, really nice guy. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, he's, you know, had a lot of references for me as far as people to bring on the show. So I'm excited for those future episodes. Um, big thank you to George for, for joining me on this show. He had never heard of it, so he's a newbie. Um, so it was really cool to kind of introduce him to it anyway. He is a born and raised San Pedrin, actually physically born here in San Pedro and um, and raised here and gone all um, to all the schools. And uh, he is a local graphic designer who works very closely with a lot of local businesses and local charities. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much, George, for being here. You're, You're a welcome. candidate for mayor. So I was like, I got to have you on the show. Um, you're born and raised in Pedro, right? Yes, 1975, I was born in San Pedro Peninsula Hospital, which is now Little Company of Mary. Oh, wow, so you were literally born in Pedro. Yeah, I was literally born right here, mm-hmm. uh, probably conceived here too. <laughs> but no, I was born and raised in San Pedro. Uh, I was uh, grew up in the same house my entire life up in South Shores. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the Y for preschool, you know, typical Pedro uprising, except for... Uh, the public school, private school, my mom and dad sent me to Holy Trinity where I met Josh Decker. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, he was in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, other Pedro icons were in my <laughs> class as well. Um, but And then I went to Mary Star for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Graduated and uh, joined the Coast Guard a couple of years after I graduated. Okay. Yeah. What was it like going to uh, Mary Star and, and going through the private school route? I actually went to uh, Trinity Lutheran, which okay. is on 7th Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't know the difference, you know, because you obviously, you don't you know the difference. Correct. So going to a class that has 20 to, you know, a, a lower size class where the teachers are being paid to specifically, you know, focus on you. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it's a lot more intimate now because my children go to public school. You know, my son went to Pedro High. He's, you know, graduated and he's a Marine now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. My daughter's a senior this year. My son's going to be joining uh, the LAUSD system next year. He's kindergarten. So we have a big, oh you know, gap yeah. right there. But no, so the classes are smaller. And then um, you, you see the difference once your kids are going there. But mm-hmm. it was tiny. My... My class, when I graduated high school, had 40 kids in it. The entire school had 250, so. Right. I, I mean, same with me. I went to private school my whole life, too. Um, <clears throat> so, 
Yeah, I went to Huntington Beach afterwards mm-hmm. because um, there wasn't a, a, a bigger Christian. My mom wanted me to have like a go to a bigger school, but she also Correct. wanted me to have the private school, yeah. you know, feel. Um, so I ended up having to commute, but there was actually another Pedro family here commuting. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it worked out. Pedro's tiny though. Yeah. And so small that like we intertwine. Mm-hmm. So you have friends at, you know, Pedro High and stuff when you're going. I went to Pedro's prom with Ginger Anderson. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So it's that's how small this town is you know yeah mm-hmm. everybody knows each other correct people are related to people they didn't realize but they are right oh yeah <clears throat> um what was it like in the you said in the marines i, I was in the coast guard, oh, coast guard sorry. Mm-hmm. no that's it was great uh you know after high school took a couple years off you know worked at i was a butcher up at bristol farms for a couple of years oh, cool. up on the hill but um no, and then I got, you know, I'm going to do something with my life. And I always wanted to, I always admired my uncle for being a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to give back to my country and, you know, get some training. I was going to come back home and be a firefighter. So a couple of local friends uh, gave me some great advice. John Vitovich is one of them, mm-hmm. uh, retired now, uh, fire captain. And then uh, another friend of mine, Bob Baranek, was a Coast Guard. They're like, Go to the Coast Guard. They'll teach you about firefighting. You know, you can come back and you'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Well, when I came home, uh, they weren't hiring at the time, but Union Pacific was. So I became a locomotive mechanic for 12 years. Wow. Yeah. I learned diesel, learned how to be a diesel mechanic while I was in the Coast Guard. <laughs> so the military is a great thing. For people looking for a trade yeah. or, you know, looking to get their foot in the door, you know, with... Uh, structure and stuff right out of high school it's perfect that's that's really cool um i like that we kind of i don't know if you heard but i on manny's episode we kind of talk about that because he went into the marines yeah and i was like you know I, he, he realized early on that like college just wasn't for him so yeah i kind of saluted him because i feel like a lot of us get funneled into that college system and we're lost you a know? lot so yeah right now especially <laughs> having a kid that just graduated and having one that's about to graduate um, you see these kids all talking about what colors I have to go to and um, you know Mike Rowe I don't know if you know Dirty Jobs he's he's a guy that focuses on the, the blue collar nobody pushes for blue collar anymore but we need right. those crafts you know uh, metal workers construction um, military society wise like across the country we're not really pushing for blue collar but in Pedro I feel like we all oh, value the blue collar absolutely right? San Pedro is definitely a blue blue collar town <laughs> yeah um, you can tell when you're here mm-hmm. you know that it is a blue collar town that's in a good way you know people fight for the local community you know I don't think you get that when you get a more white collar town right you know it's more about uh taking care of my own mm-hmm. my own house and then yeah. people jump on the highways and go to work out of town yeah. and then come back in honestly now that i'm working nine to five i am like well this is why that this is this is why because yeah. i'm in traffic most of the time i spend like probably two hours in traffic daily yeah you know which gives me podcast time. Before that, though, I was spending like an hour and a half one way because I was going to Santa Monica. Yeah. And then another hour and a half coming back. And it was brutal. And I was like, I can't do this. My wife does that. She works in Hollywood at oh Kaiser, Kaiser Sunset. Actually, you know? I've been to that Kaiser. Yeah. yeah. So she drives all the way out there. Ugh. 
takes care of other people's kids yeah. and then comes all the way back home to take care of ours. For me, I was really getting like FOMO. Like I was, I felt like I was missing out on my community yeah. big time. And for me, I, I loved community. Um, I, I was just telling you that when I worked with the magazine, I was like, I want to be here all the time. Like I love, I love this place. So this is my effort to kind of get to know my community again. Yeah. With well, the there's, yeah, there's a lot of people in the community that actually fight for it. Mm -hmm. You know, we all the way from Joe down to, uh, you know, some locals like George Matthews mm -hmm. and Chris Balonic. You know, there's. There's I don't a lot know of any people. Of these people so I'm, I'm gonna. I've been missing out. I'm gonna introduce you to all these people. Okay. These are these are doers in our community. Okay. Very and people cool. that fight for the community each and every day. Mm -hmm. They're good guys. Yeah. You know, every every single guest that I've had on the show has always even either like either off the off recording or either on has told me about people in the community that like just do amazing things. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, we have tons of... So, growing up, I didn't know this. My parents weren't really involved in the exterior community. Mm -hmm. They were more involved with the, the church community. Right. You know, because we went to Mary Star. Yeah. And they had all their, you know, Italian friends and Argentine friends and Mexican friends mm -hmm. that they all hung out with in a group. Are you Italian? Italian yeah. and Mexican. Okay. So... But my dad was born... My dad, full-blooded Italian, was born and raised in Argentina. Mm -hmm. So, you growing up... influence, too. Correct. Growing up with... Him and my mom speaking Spanish in the house. Mm -hmm. we, they never spoke Italian because, you know, my mom's Mexican. So uh -huh. um, it was a Spanish-speaking household, you know, growing up. Do you speak Spanish? Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. I don't. I'm, Mex I'm Mexican-American. Uh -huh. uh, oh, shame on you. I know. I'm just kidding. I get it from everywhere. But, yeah, I'm sure people are like, you don't speak Spanish. I'm like, tell me about it. Uh, I'm still Latina, and it comes out yeah. when it needs to, but <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm, but my husband is, um, he he's also Mexican-American. His parents are from Mexico. Yeah. Um, my dad's from Mexico, but my mom is here. So okay. I, it, they spoke English in the house. My husband, they spoke Spanish in his house. Yeah. So, he speaks Spanish. We just had a son. Um, oh, congratulations! A, yeah, thank you. Um, about a year, a year and two months ago, um, and so we're trying to use as much Spanish as we can. With right. Him. So I'm learning with myself. Start putting that door on. I know. <laughs> all the um, all the books that we get are like Spanish and English. Oh, cool. Yeah, or at least I try because yeah. I'm trying to read to him. I can read in Spanish. I just can't. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's important to know Spanish. People say this is America, and I and I get what kind of where they're coming from. But mm -hmm. we have so much. It's the melting pot, yeah. you know. And Spanish mm -hmm. is the the second largest language mm -hmm. used here. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, at least in California. Right. <laughs> um, so you like Mexican food and Italian food? Yep. Of course. Of course. You like it all. I like it all. <clears throat> what are some of the things that you um, let's let's go back to Pedro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up in high school, are there is there anything you really miss about Pedro? Oh man. Like old school businesses that aren't around anymore, or I mean, yeah, there were some cool spots like La Chispa, there's a Mexican place up on Western. That's cool over there. Um, Terry now. This little diner that was over there near uh, South Shores in the South Shores Plaza over there on 25th and Western was like a little diner. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like the LaRue's Pharmacy. That's on Pacific. <laughs> My dad would take me in there as a pharmacy, like an old school one though, mm -hmm. where the pharmacist would make a shake. Oh, you know, wow. yeah, he had candy jars on the counter and stuff. It was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Um, I mean, all the way to the Waters Club. 
the Waters Club was like right when I was getting out of high school. That was the only time I really got to enjoy it. But there was like, you know, like hair metal bands playing there oh, at the time. Cool. Yeah. I haven't, just, I haven't heard about that place. Everything's, oh, yeah, they used to have, it's morphed so many times. They've had fights in there, like professional fights, not, okay. not, not bar room. Fights, yeah. fights. Um, well, close to street fights. They had cage fighting in there. Um, wow. Yeah, it's been a cool little spot. But mm -hmm. San Pedro is, you know this growing up here, um, always, always someone, you drive somewhere and they're filming some something in San Pedro. True. There's always something going yeah. on. I just heard like they were filming, um, it was like Jessica Alba and Gabrielle Union's show recently. Mm -hmm. I think like this past weekend and then somebody got hurt and I just saw a post that said from the Daily Breeze that mm -hmm. said this happened near Warehouse One. Oh, and I was wow. like, well, what do you know? Yeah. Um, I know. I've seen Ben Affleck here. Right? right? You see everything. Like, yeah. you see Fear Factor being... I remember the helicopter from Fear Factor um, flying, like, 20 feet over the water, you yeah. know, dumping people out. That's and, funny. Yeah. Yeah, we're such a... You know, I, I, I wish it was more known. Mm -hmm. um, I know because, you know, Pedro, we know about it. But, like, when I go out, nobody knows about Pedro. Right. But meanwhile, a lot of our movies are filmed here. Correct. Like, mm -hmm. big ones, like Gone in 60 Seconds. People right. always focus on that. I always um, tell people when they don't know where I'm from. It's uh, like, did you ever see Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah. That bridge? That's yeah. my bridge. That's part of it, yeah. <laughs> I feel personally like it is my possessive mm -hmm. of it. <laughs> <clears throat> So, um, what was it like working as a locomotive mechanic? Uh, you know, I, I like working on, you know, cars and stuff, but mm -hmm. not anymore. It, that took it out of me. Because really? I was working from 6 at night till 2 in the morning. Or, I'm sorry, um, 10 at night till 2 in the morning. Yep, that'll drain you. Hold on. No, 10 at night. Sorry, it's been so long. Because I quit. Um, I worked from 10 at night till 6 a.m. That was it. Eight hours a night. Yeah. Um and in and the it, middle of the night. In the middle of the night with Wednesdays and Thursdays off, you know, not even like Friday or Saturday. The the don't get me wrong, the the railroad pays very well. They take care of their employees mm -hmm. as far as, you know, compensation, but it's Is it's there horrible. A, a union? Was there a Yeah, I was union for twelve years uh -huh. with the International Association of uh machinists and aerospace workers. Mm -hmm. And uh no, the dock shut down. It would shut us down, obviously, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's the same way. Um, we're all tied together, the backbone of America's, you know, economy. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. It was just tiring. I got tired of it, and uh, luckily I did quit, and I was able to find, like, graphic design. Okay. Yeah, so I fell into that. Um, I've always liked to draw and stuff like that. Nothing yeah. major, but, you know... Started messing around with the computer and, you know, the programs for graphic design. And mm -hmm. turns out, you know, I could do it. So I started my own business. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so do you work with, like, Adobe, the Adobe suite? Yeah. Okay. So I use all that Creative Cloud, oh, okay. you know. And yeah. then uh, luckily, you know, San Pedro's kind of embraced me. That's and, good. Uh, That's good. you know, I do a lot of work for the Chamber, uh, PBID, a lot of local shops here. Um, That's awesome. I like that, you know, so you drive around, I can see a lot of my work up and, you know, up yeah. and down the streets. It's pretty cool to see. That is really cool. I learned, um, I learned like Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign because mm -hmm. um, I went to FitM. Do you know where FitM is? Or do you know what it is? 
It's a fashion school. But oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, my I cousin went there. went there. Yeah, uh-huh. I went there for design, but I kind of am familiar with it. Yeah. Um, I was always doodling on something, but I never really felt like it was my job to make a logo. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to see everything come out. You know, I was like, within a year, I really got it fine-tuned. Yeah. You know, and now I'm working on a, a book cover for uh, Officer Dion Joseph. Who's oh, a, yeah, I know him. Follow him on Facebook. Right? The yeah. Skid Row Cop? He's writing a book. He reached out to me. He's like, hey, will you design my book cover? I'm like, sure. Okay. So very I'm, cool. I'm doing that for him right now. That's awesome. Well, <clears throat> you know what? This is a good time for a break, mm-hmm. um, a sponsor break, so we can come back and discuss some other things that are happening in Pedro, your candidacy for mayor, and all that. Hey guys, fun fact. Did you know that Badfish was the official carrier of all 3Ed Fish merchandise? Find the 3Ed Fish shirts and other Pedro-inspired apparel at their store on 6th Street between Mesa and Center in downtown San Pedro. Or visit them at their website, badfishclothing.com. Listeners of the podcast get an extra 10% off their purchase when they use promo code HELLOSP at checkout, online or in stores. Thanks, Badfish! All right, and now we're back. Um, you know, George, I wanted to ask you, I remember you were on the cover of the magazine, weren't you? Yeah, there was a picture of a Facebook group that I co-founded okay, on yeah. the cover. I wanted to ask you about that because mm-hmm. that's really kind of the only way I knew of you in town. Yeah. Shall well, we talk about it? Yeah, that's, I mean, I I embraced that part of my past, you know. It, it feels like a whole other life ago, mm-hmm. kind of, but it's so recent. Um, tiny houses. Do you remember those? Yeah. They came to San Pedro and uh, um, really lit the fire under a few local residents. I was one of them. Okay. Uh, there are a few others that started it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started off as San Pedro Against Tiny Homes on Facebook. And it grew to about, you know, a couple hundred people. Okay. But we weren't we weren't reaching out to more people. So yeah. um, we created this, you know... Facebook group and it it still exists and it was a great thing in my opinion it was an amazing thing when we first started mm-hmm. we were supporting local nonprofits yeah. we were also highlighting really negative things that were going on yeah. in the community anyway um, some differences of opinions and some you know personal things were going on on the side mm-hmm. not with the other local founders but um, just certain things that made me kind of shy away from that and just focus on good in the community. Right. You know, so I started serving San Pedro. I, yeah, I joined that one. Yeah. I was never a part of saving San Pedro. Uh-huh. I, I didn't really know much about it and I didn't know anyone in it necessarily. Yeah. But I, I a lot of it kept spilling over into the main face San Pedro group, yeah. right? It's so funny. It's like no. Facebook and San Pedro is like a whole nother world. <laughs> so, I mean, it yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good came from community awareness. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Uh-huh. Like hopefully we we started something that won't die as far as people being involved in their community. It right. doesn't just end at your, you know, mm-hmm. at where the fence meets the sidewalk. Right. Your community is your community. Whatever's <laughs> whatever's going on down the street is uh-huh. going to affect you. Whatever's going on on the opposite 
opposite side of town mm -hmm. is going to affect you. There's no more of this, oh, it's below Gaffey, so I don't care about it. Right. You know, that was a big thing growing up. People mm -hmm. don't want to admit it, but that was always <laughs> a big thing. As long as it stays below Gaffey, I don't care. Yeah. You know, well, it's time to care because below Gaffey is where everything's happening now. Well, I mean, Good it's where things. Our, feature, our downtown is. Our downtown is. Yeah. Good things are happening below Gaffey, mm -hmm. you know, so don't just say as long as it, you know, yeah. stays below Gaffey. Mm -hmm. Um, we've had some, you know, ups and downs, but, you know, I think where the community is headed, where the town is headed, yeah. it's in an amazing direction. I would love to be my kid's age right now. He's five mm -hmm. years old and it's going to be amazing what he sees happen in the he, San Pedro. He won't know exactly how good he's got it. Right? right? It's, we have, I cannot wait to see San Pedro in 10 years, 20 years. It's going to be mind blowing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up because I know that, you know, we still do have like a homelessness crisis, if you will. And it's mm -hmm. not just here, it's everywhere. It's like across the country. It is. It's, it's growing, you know, and at this point it's like, okay, we really need to take a look at the systems that are in place that are possibly not helping those people who are at risk for being homeless, yeah. you know? Um, so the, the shelter that's coming here mm -hmm. where are you at with that a lot of people don't like it but i'm in favor of it because it allows us to enforce 5611 which is uh you can't walk around with all this junk on the street you know okay. you can't camp here you okay. can't you know only during certain times it'll kind of relieve the town of the encampments and uh, some of the trash uh, within a up. certain mile radius yes and it will bring in added security, uh, an added patrol car, mm -hmm. you know, um, services, the most important thing. So I, I'm gonna add something to you when you said <coughs> the homelessness issue is just a small issue now because we've given so much money because of Measure H mm -hmm. that they have this money to work with now. So there's no more like, oh, we don't have money to do this. Right. You have the money start implementing these solutions that, right. that you're coming up with, that we're coming up with. But the bigger issue is in San Pedro, and I'm trying to get, I, I wish our mayor would get on board, our actual mayor, not our honorary mayor. <laughs> um, Eric Garcetti. Yeah, yeah. I wish Garcetti and Fuhrer, our city attorney, would get more on board with going after the transient and vagrant issue mm -hmm. as much as the homeless issue because they are separate issues, but the transients and vagrants will latch on to the homeless, uh -huh. so they're so they get painted under one broad stroke. Right. And a lot of the negativity gets yeah. covered up and swept under the rug. Yeah. When a lot you're of dealing. people are sensitive to the word vagrant, you know, and well, and I, I see where you're yeah. coming from. I, I try to be a little bit more. I try to use more broader terms yeah well <laughs> especially now that i have a podcast i'm very i'm really conscious of like all the sides here on that you're married right yeah. okay so let's say your husband lost his job you yeah. lost your job you have a kid you're living out of your car yeah. but your husband's going to look for work every day yeah you're going to harbor interfaith mm -hmm. and rainbow services two mm -hmm. local places here yes um, two really great two really great yeah. places mm -hmm. and you're you're constantly using those services mm -hmm. to keep your head above water mm -hmm. to not lose the car that you're living out of and to hopefully get into affordable housing right. and back into careers that get you out of affordable housing because that's supposed to be temporary yeah not permanent um 
you're homeless. Mm -hmm. So for someone that's living out of their RV, mm -hmm. um, going out at night and stealing out of my front yard, backyard, mm -hmm. breaking into my house, pawning that stuff off mm -hmm. just so he could live another day in his RV without having to get a job. Mm -hmm. That's a transient or that's a vagrant. Mm -hmm. And you know, for him to be able to latch on to your sympathy, you know, people's empathy. Right. Because of they feel bad for you, they feel bad for the guy living right next to you down the street, you know? Yeah. That's wrong and that needs to be corrected. Right. And no, those, I, I see that too. Yeah. yeah. Those are the people that are causing the biggest issue. They're exploiting homelessness mm -hmm. for for their own personal right. you know, gain. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see that. And I don't I don't think everybody falls under the same category. We actually um, did a homelessness uh, episode where we kind of like mm -hmm. talked about the stats and, and the facts about it. <clears throat> and um, the majority of the people who are homeless, um, well, what was shocking about that was like 70% of the people who are homeless in town are from town or like connected to this town, which is one of the stats that shocked me. But the other one was that um, most of the homeless population mm -hmm. we can't really see because mm -hmm. they are in. They hide. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, so the ones that are on the streets are mm -hmm. are like a very small percentage, and I don't remember. But those are the people that we're talking about. Correct. Mm -hmm. But there's homeless people that live in an apartment. Right. They don't own that apartment. That apartment's part of the system, and mm -hmm. you know a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. That's a they're homeless sheltered. person. They're sheltered. They Correct. Just, yeah. So that shelter here, my opinion, when it first opened, when it first opens, they said there were going to be anywhere between 50 to 100 beds. Mm -hmm. We have Dana that has over 50 homeless kids going to Dana right now. Um, that is so heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And that's just Dana. That's one school. Yeah. I said, if there's 50 to 100 beds, 50 of those beds better be kids sleeping in it, you know? Parents might be homeless, but the parents can at least rest assured that their kids are sleeping on a bed, yeah. doing their homework, you know, somewhere with a roof over their head, mm -hmm. with some dignity. Hopefully they, you know, hear what I said, you know, and you kind know, of make that happen. It's just crazy that we have this going on in our own community. You know, it's like you read about it in like the papers and you see it on Facebook. It's happening all over the country, but you just don't know and you don't want to think that it's happening here, you know, at our own schools. Yeah, it's um, tough. We live in LA, one yeah. of the greatest cities in the world. Yeah, richest. Richest, one mm -hmm. of the greatest, richest cities in the world. Mm -hmm. And the fact that this is happening is just a crime. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Well, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the, the charities that you were involved with, because um, I know that now that you're running for candidate yeah. for mayor, um, you were talking about, is it Packages for Patriots? Yeah, okay. San Pedro Packages for Patriots is mm -hmm. one of them. That's Mike Walker, Mike and Shirley Walker. Um, Mike is a local and he is also a local uh, businessman. He owns a, a mechanic shop. He special, specializes in Toyotas over there at the, okay. you know, the garages over there by uh, Battery and Gaffey where Butch is and uh, San Pedro Automotive. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. That's where he's at. But he's a great guy. He started this about 10 years ago. He just uh, shipped over 200,000 pounds. He hit the 200,000 pound mark. Was it 200 or 300? I have to look. But, um, He's been doing this just without any, you know, self 
profit or anything like that. Just uh, started a nonprofit where he sends stuff overseas to to, to to troops to give them, you know, make them a little less homesick. That's, really that's cool. his main goal. That's that's it, and that's all. Um, what are, what are in the packages? So. Um, you can actually go to www.sanpedropackagesforpatriots.com and there's you can see an example of what's in the packages but anything from uh hygiene stuff socks candy chips pens and uh, notepads mm -hmm. uh, magazines uh shampoo stuff like that yeah. it's just random stuff that you think you wouldn't even be a big deal here mm -hmm. but guys that are stuck in the middle of the desert you know and being yeah. issued mm -hmm. just the bare minimum by our government because you know that's all they're required to give them yeah. and that's all you really need mm -hmm. out there but what you the difference between needing something and you know getting something that you might you know want mm -hmm. is a huge difference think about eating MREs the military meals all the time and yeah. all of a sudden like a big Snickers bar comes across oh you. my gosh or, you wow. know or like Reese's peanut butter cups what a joy <laughs> pop tarts pop tarts are huge you know uh, I'm sure anything flaming hot they love okay. you know they don't get that stuff everything's so yeah. bland and tapatio that, for their yeah MRI. they sent they sent tapatio and tabasco all the time okay that's yeah. cool yeah just the little joys in life mm -hmm. yeah they're not getting that right that's amazing yeah so you've been involved with the charity for a while i, I heard that you were maybe i do i support okay. mike um i've gone and packaged with him a few times cool. um my my whole deal with helping mike is getting him uh Making him, making him as successful as possible by encouraging more people to get involved, mm -hmm. by encouraging more people to donate when he asks for items. Yeah, um, you're a rallier. Like, yeah, let's, let's get this. You know, I did, I'll give him the occasional, you know, twelve pack of chips and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and get Girl Scout cookies over to him and stuff. Right. But the the most important thing is I like creating awareness mm -hmm. for good things now. Yeah. Like really good things. And packages for Patriots is an amazing thing. You say good now because before it was negative. I would focus yeah. on the negative too. I tried I'm I'm trying not to be a finger pointer anymore. Yeah. It it well, gets it taxes the I, I commend you for that. You know, yeah. I think it's a, I think when we have people who who are doing that and don't realize it, I, I think that you were doing that but now you realize it so you're kind of like making that conscious effort to be yeah. a positive it's, point, finger pointer now. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be proactive too, not just right. reactive. Right. You know, and, and we were proactive and reactive at yeah. the same time, but we started becoming less and less proactive yeah. and more and more reactive and it just it wears on you. The constant <laughs> focus on negativity, it just wears on you. I'm and, sure, yeah. You know, I'm I don't really care what people think. But it does take its toll on you when all you hear is just constantly. You guys are just complaining all the time. You yeah, know? And, like, and with social media, it's so easy to do that. It is. Kind of just be a. It can so easily be like a negative venting space for a lot of people, and it doesn't even matter like where. It could be just on your own Facebook page, but it does. Everything that you read, everything that you see, especially on you know social media it gets in you and it can affect your mood once you read something yeah. it's in your head yeah. and there's no tone mm -hmm. on social media so right there in black and white it's all on how you perceive what you see so 
you that's, know that's why it's important to use emojis correct i'm just kidding using the little yeah the little <laughs> happy face happy face the little poop ones no <laughs> i i forbid that one but no i mean it's just it gets tiring of always focusing on negative stuff yeah. and the whole thing is you want your town to move forward on a right. positive note mm -hmm. and Sure, there will always people that always be people that focus on negative stuff or want to focus on the bad stuff going right. on, and you know, kudos to them if that's what they can do. Then yeah. you know, if they're going to be here. If there's a good action, I think that comes out of it, maybe. But um, I, I personally, I steer, I steer away, I stay away from any type of negative people just in the office or anywhere i'm like i don't want to hear it it gets tiring right it, does. it just come like, on man I, I, smile a little bit my time is too valuable and my mood gets too affected easily you uh -huh. know it's like i i know that if i hear something and it makes me mad i'm gonna get mad i'm gonna be mad all day i'm gonna come home to my husband and be mad you know i just don't want to do it anymore well there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of negative um stuff going not a lot of negative stuff going on Edit that out. <laughs> no, there's a lot of stuff that you can focus on negatively, but if you look at it, you can actually see the positive that's going to the public market. You oh, know, yeah. San Pedro Portugal restaurant. When when that closed down, yes, it was a sad day. It, 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 it was a tragic day for all of us. Yeah, a lot of people took it, you know, really really hard. But those people that you know fought that they'll be out there, you know, enjoying the public market in a few years. That's not going to keep them from going down there and walking around the public market. And right. nobody's expecting them to, to shun the public market when it opens up. Right. To me, it's always going to be ports of call. But, you know, they're going to call it public market. We're always going to call it ports of call. The newbies will call it public market. And yeah. And like, we're going to call. probably 40 years from now, it's going to be public market. But it's going to be ports of call for a long time. Yeah. Um, no, there's positive stuff coming up. You know, the Iowa, um, another one of my organizations, the Pacific Battleship Center. Uh -huh. um, gosh, what they did, what, what Jonathan Williams and the crew at the Iowa have done for downtown on Harbor Boulevard mm -hmm. has been an amazing thing that I wish more locals could, could see. Um, they've basically breathed, you know, bought, brought in a, a new breath of life for okay. that area the events that we have the just the iconic you know yes. fact that we have this huge icon ship and the lame victory we we had her in the you know mm -hmm. close to the same spot before yeah but jonathan williams what he's doing with the iowa and um his focus on outreach to veterans mm -hmm. and veteran services and the way he bring uh <laughs> opens the ship up as a museum to educate children and mm -hmm. you know local school kids and you know locals and out-of-towners on you know the history of you know naval warfare and all that stuff they do an amazing thing at the Iowa yeah that's really cool yeah they just uh, celebrated uh, the gravely uh, gravely uh, award it was a uh, focus on the first black um, the first African or the first black uh, naval officer mm -hmm. You know, uh, aboard a, a U.S. battleship wow. that was in charge of one. It's a, an amazing thing. They, they focus on all the good that goes on. Yeah. Um, they're going to be hosting a Pride on the Port. Yeah. That'll be going on June 15th, my little boy's birthday. Um, but, yeah. It's, I'm it's actually a, really excited about that. So, yeah, the ship is a symbol of freedom, uh -huh. you know, and, and it welcomes all. It's 
It's like our own little Ellis Island. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. I was never, I've never actually been to the Iowa. I know I've seen it and I was always like excited Girl, about it. Girl, I read about you it. You got to get on the island. I know. I need to get on it. But Come I, over. We'll take a personal tour. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll get you a personal tour with well, Jonathan Williams. I know. Who you um, can have on your show. I know Jolene uh, Dethridge. She is amazing. Yeah. Um, I used to, she was with the tall ships before. So Correct. I bumped into her at Target and she gave me her card. I was like, oh, I gotta go. You need it, yeah. Get the Iowa on board. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can do a show on the Iowa. That would be cool. Under the guns right there, you'll get a lot of wind, though. Oh, yeah. well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, um, have to logistically figure out the sound for that. But Yeah. But the, uh, so the Iowa, that's another one of my organizations. I'm representing four. Okay. And that's, so, a, that's a lot, isn't it? It's, is there, it's usually three, three? two, okay. and even when it will between one and three. Four is, you know, getting into the, you know, but you'll see why. I have the San Pedro packages for Patriots. Mm -hmm. They support active duty, mm -hmm. you know. Um, we have the Pacific Battleship Center. Uh, um they focus on, you know, our history of our military. And then I'm supporting the American Legion, Post 61. Uh, newly formed post here in San Pedro. It's veterans. Mm -hmm. They get together and uh, want to do great things for veterans and the local community. They promote patriotism, mm -hmm. Americanism. Um, good stuff. So the Battleship Iowa has welcomed the American Legion post on board. So that's our home mm -hmm. over there, and we're new, so we need funds so we can, you know, start uh, creating uh, public awareness. Yeah. You know, letting people know that we're here in town. Uh, maybe we'll start a motorcycle chapter called the American Legion Riders. Oh, that's cool. You know, um, we have a, a chapter up north in Fresno. They're planning a ride down here. I think it's in April. Um, so I might go up there the night before and then ride back down with them. That's um, cool, yeah. Yeah, I kind of get my bike going. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, last but not least is the Moms Club of San Pedro. Yes, okay. I, I bumped into, um, I don't remember her name. Was it Jennifer? It might have been a Jennifer. Jennifer Palazzo? Mm -hmm. My wife? No, Blonde? I, don't, I don't think it was your wife. Um, it, it was a tall... Uh, anyway. Chris? <clears throat> Gerard? No, it was a woman. It was... Yeah, like Chris is, yeah. It might be Chris. Tall, brunette, pretty tall, eyes. Kind of like, yeah, tall, uh, very slender brunette, but also had some highlights in there. So oh. I know. I, anyway. I, I met her. I met her, <laughs> and she, uh, she, gave me, she gave me the Mom of the Same Future card. Uh -huh. I had just become a mom, and I was on maternity leave, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this sounds great. Most of the things are during the week, and of course, I went back to work yeah. like the next week or next two weeks. I was like, "Oh well." So but it's not about it's it's not about play dates only, you know. So <laughs> yeah. which is you know the Moms Club is great. Mom stands for Moms Offering Mom Support. They create yes. a support network for you know mothers out there, and they do good things like uh, they were recipients of the honorary mayor campaign uh -huh. a couple years ago when Janine. Um, Bryant was running mm -hmm. uh, she got them some funds and with those funds they actually built uh, overnight bags for moms that go to the hospital to stay overnight with their kids I know so I've seen that yeah. they did that they're always they're huge supporters of Harbor Interfaith mm -hmm. focus on their ham drive they yeah. adopt families at Christmas time oh, that's amazing yeah they do good stuff yeah. they do meal trains 
So, like, when you were pregnant, you know, and you just yeah. had the baby. I was hungry all the time. They would have brought cook. you. They hand deliver food, mm-hmm. you know, right to the front door. Sometimes it's anything from ordering a pizza to, yeah. you know, like a three-course meal. Some of the moms really get into it. <laughs> um, you know, just play dates, stuff like that. They're you know, really great. It's so needed. Um, I didn't realize, you know, I'm new to the mom world. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was on maternity leave, I didn't realize how much support I really could use. Yeah. Know? And they're there. And not only that, but it's like you don't want to ask for help all the time, too. You're mm-hmm. used to doing what you got to do and doing it all. And then, um, you, you know, the poor husband or father, it's you're just like, let me take a shower, you know, all that gets relieved on him or, you know, yeah. on him. So. These are amazing ladies. They don't even bat an eye when somebody needs help. Oh, and great. what do you call it? They, so, you know, like I said, you don't have to join just for the play dates. Mm-hmm. Some moms join just for the play dates. Some moms help because they want to get involved with community service. Yeah. Some moms just are looking for a friend, you know, um, well, outside of the house. You're talking to babies all day. Correct. You need that adult. Inner, it, correct. So mm-hmm. um, some women like to go out and for mom's night out with the other ladies, you know, or like mm-hmm. have the occasional paint night or bunko or whatever yeah. it is, you know, That's book club. Cool. So there's moms in there that have been moms since like the 80s, you know, that continuously support the group, even though they're not really showing up to play dates or doing the community service mm-hmm. anymore they still pay their annual dues and they still support the group right. you know mm-hmm. they do the book club mm-hmm. stuff like that that's cool yeah maybe i will join even though i'm you should. not available most of the time no but if they ever need awareness yeah you know you're part of the mom's club that's true. so that's true uh, you know what i definitely need to have maybe your wife fond to talk she about is it. the president yeah the current president so i definitely would love to have an episode about that. yeah i'll get her in here mm-hmm. that would be great yeah well, um, something I'd love to ask all my guests is um, what are some things that really excite you about the changes and also some things that concern you? Let's start with concerns first and then end on excitement. <laughs> okay. Um, concerns, honest concerns is, you know, uh, disappointments, I guess, like SpaceX backing out. Oh, that was a bummer. Molina Healthcare, you know, not coming to town. They were supposed to come and move into the Topaz building, I think. Oh. And mm-hmm. that didn't happen, you know, and it's uh, the courthouse at first, you know, and it didn't go through, but now it's coming again. So what's going on there? I, the courthouse is coming back to the old, the old courthouse. Yeah. At, you know, a few months back, uh-huh. uh, we had lost the proposal uh, for redeveloping it. But yeah. now there's a new uh, plan in place, which is great. It's exciting. I remember filling out a survey, and I, I think I got it from Janice Hong's like Facebook page. Correct. But I was like, yeah, a movie theater or something, or, or just a, a bowling alley, anything. Yeah, mixed, uh, mixed <laughs> use, something. all that stuff. <laughs> Correct. And they took that survey, and you know, they actually Janice's office really looked at it closely, and um, I think they they found something that's going to be a good fit for downtown. Cool. But we were like, please do not turn it into another service of some sort you know uh-huh. we have enough i think we need more like this is downtown you know i feel like we need a little bit more um activities and entertainment you know do you know mm-hmm. how many well f- since we're focusing on disappointments mm-hmm. we have 70 sober living homes in san pedro or ha- halfway wow. like, yeah it's it's a lot yeah like 
enough now. Let's focus on some stuff that the community can enjoy instead of just always being the person reaching out to help people. Yeah. You know, let's... let's In a let's, way, it's like, oh, that's too bad. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, at least we're taking care of our people <laughs> and not but, always our people yeah. you're gonna get that from me i'm sorry they're not okay. all local and okay. it draws in mm-hmm. you know but this this new shelter that's coming uh some people view it as a disappointment i don't personally because mm-hmm. it will help the people that want help yeah it'll help filter them away from the ones that don't want help yeah some people don't believe that mm-hmm. i truly think it will i think if anything it's just going to be the headquarters for where all the help begins you know and and it might be a good place to start especially for some of those people that are a little bit harder to correct reach. yeah and you know like i said if it's going to keep away i put it behind my house over at high park where they can't figure out what they're doing up there because <laughs> you know up where they're building on western mm-hmm. um that's another thing you know uh-huh. um what's oh, gonna are you talking about that across by the green cemetery? hills yeah, yeah it's gonna be nuts all those people moving in, more traffic, more cars. Oh my gosh, like it's, we need more traffic on Western. <laughs> and Gaffey. I know. Right? Those are the only two ways in and out of our town, so. I, I was talking about it the other day with a couple locals, you know, why there's no on-ramp and off-ramp, and people are going to, some people are going to hate it, but on Westmont, you know, over there, go up by the Field of Dreams, make another on-ramp and off-ramp, just to alleviate. That's literally what I have, like, been dreaming about. I have, I've like, for the longest time, when I would go to Fitham and I'd be on my way back, I'm like, I wish I could just get off right here. Instead, instead of driving all the way to Anaheim or um, all the way to Channel, you know. You know, Anaheim gets so backed up sometimes, and then Channel and Gaffey, like. Well, you see it coming home, the, the totally. PCH off-ramp. Yeah. It, it backs up, like, a mile. And it's insane. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I, I would love another on-ramp. I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. this yeah, we'll get it out there. Joe, <laughs> listen up. We need another on-ramp. That's so funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can I can see. So would you say that some of your concerns is that we're getting more populated and we're not really creating the infrastructure to, to handle it? Yeah, hopefully it comes hand in hand. It doesn't seem like it is right now, but you know, things always work themselves out. Yeah. You know, we might have to backtrack a little bit to, mm-hmm. to alleviate some of the issues by, uh, you know, being caused by new development, but new development is good. We need it. Yeah. No, I right next to the Warner Grand, we have a boutique hotel popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're next to where Sirens used to be. That little empty lot is going to be a mixed use, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to the old News Pilot building. Yolanda mentioned there was something going there. I didn't, I didn't remember what it was. Yeah, Yolanda, mm-hmm. and then Yolanda's moving right up, up right the street. Here. Yeah, yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. She does amazing things with, you know. Oh, I know. I love anything. Her. So, it's gonna be cool to see that place. I, open. I'm already like, excuse me, it's already the end of February. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I love Sirens. It was my favorite. It's it was cool. My favorite coffee shop when it came around. Right. It really was. I'm excited for it to return and for it to be on the port. Right. Yeah. So what are some things that really, really excite you? Exciting is, uh, you know, the whole uh, waterfront. Yeah. The waterfront's going to be huge. It's going to be a game changer for San Pedro. Mm -hmm. And um, L.A. needs to embrace it more. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, we get Garcetti down here to, you know, take a couple pictures, you know, every now and then. But Mm -hmm. San Pedro is like, if you look at it on the map of L.A., we're connected by the thin strip of Harbor Gateway. You know, that's the only reason L.A. 
created the harbor gate basically so they can have San Pedro the port connected to it uh-huh. you know but we need a, we need more focus on on us from LA we're like you know just a cash cow yeah but um it's gonna be good the public market's coming uh, that like I said the courthouse is coming all these this new real estate all of a sudden out of nowhere we're talking about all this redevelopment you know, we've been asking for this for 20, 30 right, years, right. you know, and, and now that it's coming, yeah, you're going to get some people that aren't happy about it, uh-huh. you know, but. You know, I think that comes with any change that's going to happen. It know? does. I'm sure we complain. I'm sure. I'm sure they complained when Portugal was first being built, oh, you know. Yeah. They're like, leave our water front. Yeah, yeah. Right. I bet you it looked amazing. I bet you, you know, the, they were stepping out of the saloon well, complaining all- about. Uh, I know, right? Yeah. <clears throat> The, um, yeah, I think with all change, there's going to be some resistance, um, you know, but uh, I think it, it, it's required to move forward and to keep up with keep up with anything, you know? Right. I would love to see a really vibrant and thriving, um, you know, port and waterfront that actually puts money into our pockets and into the small businesses here in Pedro. Right. Yeah. That's like my main passion is just make, I want to see our small businesses do well. Right. Mm-hmm. And and local economy doing well. Yeah. That's why I'm rooting for the longshoremen, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, automation to, to stay oh, away for a while. I read, I read that. I mean, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of money. You know, uh-huh. that's that's local. That's locals spending money here in our community. That's mm-hmm. locals being able to support their families here in our community. Yeah. Um, Businesses are going to be affected, you know. Um, it's kind of like when Honda moved out of Torrance right there. All those little mom and pop restaurants around oh, it closed down. Yeah. It's it's yeah. rough. I think, I think um, yeah, I think it's still in the future. I mean, I don't think you can avoid automation forever. I mean. No, but like uh, Gary Herrera, the vice president of the ILWU, said the other day, automation was created to enhance the the work experience not to not to replace the human you know at the end of the day you still need people you still you absolutely you need people Uh yeah that's definitely a a good episode topic for the future yeah we can (laughs) i can you know i can reach out to gary and get him (laughs) see if he i'm sure he'd love to do the show my family is a family of longshoremen yeah i hear about all of it my aunt was one one of the first women on the docks, That's you know, awesome. yeah. So my mom's a crane operator. You know, awesome. And she's um. Was she's, she one of those women? She was down there when she was like eighteen, mm-hmm. and she just had her fiftieth a couple of years ago. Yeah. So um, yeah, she was down there. My my grandpa wouldn't even train her because oh. she he was like one of those. Like, yeah. You don't on the dock. Oh, we had friends of the family where they're they had uh longshoreman jobs. You know, they yeah. were going down to the docks. Yeah. And like they get home and their moms were like, you're going to quit your job. You're taking the job away from a man, you know, that, that needs to support his family. Oh, and like, hear that now. Hardcore Italians. My feminist is going crazy. Hardcore, yeah. Hardcore Italians, like you do not take the, you know, the yeah. job away from a man. Uh-huh. So they didn't go down there. But their husbands were longshoremen, yeah. you know. Um, what do you call it? It's just my, yeah, my aunt worked at Lucky's. Up on tw- up on twenty fifth and Western, yeah. and she had just gotten uh, bypassed for a promotion to cashier. She was a bagger up there. Uh-huh. She was so pissed. And the next day, like a day or two later, they announced that they were going to give away like four hundred jobs to to women. Mm-hmm. You know, and bring them down on the docks. 
she went down there and she got one and she's That's been down awesome. there ever since yeah my mom had to uh, you know i definitely want to interview my mom she's very shy so i mean she's not shy but she's shy away away from this she's like yeah. i don't know nobody. no i don't want to know i was like yes mom you were a <laughs> lady on the docks back when nobody wanted women on the docks right um and i'm and, sure there's a lot of stories about the tension oh, yeah. and you know yeah, there are there are a lot of stories i'm definitely gonna have to have her on it would be cool to have a bunch of like female workers who were in blue collar jobs so the the chamber is about to celebrate women in history uh-huh. you know you should do a show that kind of ties in with that that's a great idea yeah mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna need you to email everybody you need me to be on the show <laughs> yeah I'll, i have a list <clears throat> cool mm-hmm. well i really appreciate this interview this was amazing it's very nice to meet you nice to meet you uh, best of luck in your uh run for mayor do you have any events you want to talk oh about? absolutely i have um breakfast this tuesday okay. breakfast for dinner mm-hmm. at the omelet wash, waffle shop mm-hmm. um Thank Wait, you, Mona and Leslie. Coming up February twenty sixth. Yeah, okay. two days. In two days, right? Two days. This so, episode's coming out on Thursday. Oh, okay. Well, you <laughs> missed it. It was good. Um, but um, so thank you, Mona and Leslie from the Omelet Waffle Shop for supporting me this past Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, we have a lot of fun stuff. I have Memorial Day at the Iowa mm-hmm. coming up. We're gonna have all kinds of stuff going. On. Trying to get a 5K together down there, Memorial 5K. Very cool. Um, chili cook-off, maybe. Um, arts and crafts for the kids. And uh, kind of like a remembrance for, you know, that's the most important thing. That's what, we, what we're really focusing on for right. Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun stuff. Cigars and stripes. Okay. You know, kind of like a cigar and scotch and whiskey event. Okay. You know, bourbon. Yeah. On the, uh, Iowa, we have... March 16th, Battleship at the Battleship. So we're going to have uh, people sign up and play Battleship. That is awesome. Hasbro's on board now. Yeah. So um, the first 20 teams to register mm-hmm. will take home a version of Battleship. Okay. Um, it was fun trying to get Hasbro on board. They, uh-huh. they were like, yeah. That's um, awesome. Let me see. We have a golf tournament March 29th at Los Verdes. Mm-hmm. Um cool thing about that is before the tournament i'm going to have a helicopter fly over the um, golf course Mm -hmm. and dump out 800 golf balls Mm -hmm. and the ball closest to the pin will win two thousand dollars so wow so you really just have to get the right ball ball. yeah okay so balls you can purchase the golf balls on www.gp for sp mayor that's f-o-r spmayor.com uh, one golf ball is $20 three golf balls are 50 mm-hmm. and uh, good luck to all you guys supporting me thank you so much um, uh, huge announcements coming up soon okay, yeah but yeah mm-hmm. feel free to send them my way and if you post anything on are you on Instagram yeah yeah Okay, if you post anything on Instagram, I, I usually do, like, the new episode on Instagram, and it okay. goes directly to my Facebook. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anything that you share that's related to your candidacy, I can go ahead and share also. Okay. So, yeah. It'll be fun. We're, the, the main thing is raising money for great organizations, but another great thing that comes out of this is... You always hear people say, there's nothing to do in town anymore, you know? And like, I'm tired of driving to Torrance to do something fun. All kinds of fun stuff is coming. Yeah. You know, we're going to have so much fun in the next four months, or next three months now. Uh, we're running out of time. Yeah. 
That's exciting. Yeah. It's going to be June, right? Like it's June 5th, 17th or 19th is like the, I think it's June 17th. Okay. Is the cutoff. Yeah. But you know, the next three months, I don't want to hear anyone say there's nothing fun to do in the community. There's a lot going on. There, yeah. There's seven of us. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Rudy did a cute like doggy date night. I think it was like yesterday. Correct. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it sounds like maybe. Or this Saturday maybe. It was the 23rd, I think. Was it? Was I missed it. Yeah, I think it was the 23rd. Yeah. But um, uh, I know Manny has some things in the work. I mm -hmm. couldn't mention it on the episode, yeah. but they're trying to get some really big things. Yeah, going. there's big things. I got some reaching out to some big names yeah. right now. This um, is fun. This is a fun, yeah. uh, fun run. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm really, yeah. I'm really appreciative you were able to make it. And thank you. So quickly, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you next week. And don't worry, all the links will be in the show notes um, so you can get connected. All right. Have a good one. All right, this episode is brought to you by CryptoSpace, San Pedro's one and only local cryptocurrency lounge. Learn more at CryptoSpaceUS.com. Uh, definitely, uh, when you get a chance, check out the show notes. Um, there's a few links in there that will direct you where you can learn more about George and where to go to support his campaign. Um, big thank you to George for being a guest on the show. Uh, you are a wonderful guest, and um, I wish everyone a wonderful weekend. Have a good one.